Blog Talk Radio. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind, get yourself together. Elevate your mind, make yourself feel better. May I have your attention, may I have your attention please. This is Lady Charmaine Day with Pussy Report number two. That's Pearls of Wisdom Underground Christian Crew Intelligence Report. Praise Him. Praise Him all day long. Praise Him with hymns and songs because He has done great things for you. He's been the one to deliver you from sickness and pain, to provide you with food and shelter, and to shield you from life's rain. So you praise Him. Praise Him all day long. Praise Him with hymns and songs because He has done good things for you. Praise Him when you rise and praise Him until you fall. Praise Him because He's seen you through it all. And you know what you need to do when you praise Him? Just say two simple words. And what are those words? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. To all the kings and queens, continue to make God look good because you are the light in this world. Thank you and goodbye. To the very special person listening to this broadcast, welcome to another episode of Taboo Talk featuring your very own pastor and Christian consultant, me, Lady Charmaine Day. Today's show is guaranteed to be full of sensitive, intimate, natural conversations rarely talked about in the Christian community. So now get ready for your spiritual consultation. Are you ready? Great. Let's begin. How are you doing? I know you're doing marvelous, wonderful, fabulous, excellent, incredible, because these are all the adjectives people use to describe you. You know you make God look great every day you get out there and you just help people and you show up and you keep your word and you do the things you say you're going to do. You make people's lives easier and worth living. And you are just a natural-born leader, and I'm so very, very proud of you. You are incredibly special. So let me give you a round of applause. Yay! You keep on doing what you're doing, because what you do is so vital to the Christian community and to the world. And 
you know, it is appreciated. Even if no one tells you but me every time I get on air, I want you to know that God looks at everything that you do. And people sometimes may not tell you, thank you, I appreciate you, but they know it and feel it in your heart. So you keep doing what you do, okay? So anyway, today's topic is one that is vital to you because it's important to know what's blocking your blessing. And you're saying to yourself, is it possible for me or anybody to block their blessing? Yes, it is. Okay, and that's why today's topic is the only thing blocking your blessing is you and how to move out of the way. Because the, the only thing that could possibly block you from receiving a blessing that's meant for you is you. If you stand in the way, if you don't accept God's help, if you deny God, if you say it's impossible for God to do what I have asked him to do, or I, you know, I won't, I, I can't, I'm defeated, then you will be defeated, you won't, you can't, and you won't receive. And so we're going to get into how to stop you from blocking your own blessing, how to move you out the way so you can elevate and grow and groove to the next level. Okay, are you ready? Great. So let's talk about it. You know, I love the Bible because, see, God laid it all out for us and people um, that came before us. You know, nothing is new underneath the sun. Nothing is new underneath the sun. And sometimes what we're going through, people have gone through themselves. Prior to us, our ancestors have experienced everything that we have experienced. And God set out examples for us so that we would know what to do. Now let's go to the Israelites. We're going to go old school because, see, this is an old problem blocking your blessing. We're going to go to Numbers, and we're going to talk about the Israelites. Now the Israelites had been delivered um, from the Egyptians, and they had saw firsthand how powerful God is. They saw the plagues that came down on Egypt just as Moses predicted they came to pass. They saw God through uh, working through Moses to uh, part the Red Sea, and they saw themselves delivered. And then God promised them a land that they would inherit. And they were like, okay. So um, Moses sent some explorers into Canaan um, to go and look at this new land that God has promised. And in Numbers 13, verse 16, um excuse me, verse 17, Moses said, Moses sent them to explore Canaan. He said, go out through the Negev and and on into the hill country. See what the land is like and whether the people who live there are strong or weak, few or many. What kind of land do they live in? Is it good or bad? What kind of towns do they live in? Are they unwalled or fortified? How is the soil? Is it fertile or poor? Are there trees or or in it or not? Do you have Do your best to bring back some of the fruit of the land. It was a season for the first ripe grapes. So the people that um, Moses sent to into the land went and did as he had asked them to do. Um, in verse 23, when they reached the valley of Esco, they cut off a branch bearing a single cluster of grapes. Two of them carried it on poles between them, along with some pomegranates and figs. That place was called the valley of Esco because of the cluster of grapes the Israelites cut off there. At the end of 40 days, they returned from exploring the land. They came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. 
There they reported to, me, to them in the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. They gave Moses this account. We went into the land which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here it is, fruit. But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw our descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites live in the Negev. The Hethites, the Jephthites, and Amorites live in the hill country. And the Canaanites live near the sea and along the Jordan. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. But the men had gone up with him said, We can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. They said the land will de- ex- we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are of great size. We saw the Nephilim there, descendants of Anak, come from the Nephilim. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. Now, did you hear what these people just said? They went exploring. They saw that the land that God had promised them was flowing with milk and honey. Can you imagine that the fruit was so large it took two men to carry the fruit? And the only issue that they could think of was that the people uh, that were in the land were big, and they were scared. Now, didn't he just have a people problem with the Egyptians, and then God just delivered them from, from it? So who is in the way of them getting the land? Is it the people or is it them? Because, see, if God just delivered you from one people, what's to make you think that he's not going to deliver you from the second group of people, right? Amen? So, see, this is a classic example of how people stood in the way of blocking their own blessing. But Caleb was one of the people who had went with them, right? And he said, we should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. He wasn't blocked. He wasn't blocking his blessing. And let's go and explore that a little bit more. Okay, in chapter 14, verse 6, Joshua, son of Dun, and Caleb, son of Jimnon, who were among those who explored the land, tore their clothes and said to the entire Israelite assembly, The land we possess, we passed through and explored is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flown with milk and honey, and will give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord, and do not be afraid of the people of the land, because we will swallow them up. Their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. Praise God for that report. So let me break down what he's saying. He's saying, the Lord is pleased. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into the land, a land full of milk and honey, and will give it to us. Will he give, keep it with the people who's there, or will he give it to us? No, he'll give it to us if he's pleased with us. The key is don't rebel against the Lord. Don't be afraid of the people. Don't say that you're going to be swallowed up by them. Know where the protection is. The protection is with you. The protection is with you because God's on your side. And so how do you block your blessing? You block your blessing by saying God can't, God won't, God, the protection is not on my side, by being afraid, by saying, oh, I can't accomplish this, I can't do this, oh, this is too impossible for me. You know, in Luke one thirty seven, the angel of the Lord said to Mary when she said, how is it possible that 
uh, I'm going to have a baby. And he said, with God, for with God, nothing shall be impossible. So there's Old Testament and New Testament, and the angel of the Lord telling Mary herself that nothing is impossible for God. And as long as you know that nothing is impossible for God, that means nothing. That means some total all. There's nothing that God can't or won't do for you. You just have to believe it. Now, this is terrible talk, so let's be real. Sometimes we get afraid and we think, oh, just like the Israelites who went up, who were shaking in their boots, oh, I can't, I won't, you know, it's so hard. You know, I failed before. You know, maybe you tried something before and you failed. Maybe you saw somebody else try to do the same thing you wanted to do and they weren't successful. Maybe you're scared. You, you know, you, you you don't know how to do the thing that you want to do. Maybe, you know, there's so maybe what it could have should have out there in your head rolling around. And, 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 that's, and that's the devil just playing with you, just playing the what it could have should have. I can't, I won't, I don't. You know, and you're just feeling stuck, stagnated like you can't. But see, that is you blocking you. How you let go, let God, as you say, there is nothing my God can't do. You stand on scripture. You have an Old Testament scripture here in Numbers, verse 14, Numbers 14, 6 through 9. You have an example in uh, Luke one thirty seven. And that tells you that with God, nothing shall be impossible. And then how you move out the way so that your blessing can come is that you literally move out the way. <laughs> you don't you don't stand in in uh, still. You start moving. I'll give you an example of what's going on with me. You know, as you know, I had gained some weight. Um, in 2009 And I told y'all I said I gotta lose this weight And this was a hard issue for me Because you know I was just like For some reason exercising Just seemed like something I couldn't do And I was like I gotta do this I gotta do this And I started stop, started stop, started stop And then finally My, my husband was like come on you could do this And he encouraged me And um, I just started doing it And I started doing it and in the, and, and the first two weeks, people, I'm here to tell you, God gave me results. I lost inches, and the weight I could I was just melting off, and I could fit in clothes I hadn't fit before. Because, see, when you start moving out the way and you start doing what your part, God's going to meet you more than halfway. He's going to run towards you. He's going like, to run towards you and pick you up and say, my child, come on, I got you. All you had to do was try. And and that's what happened with me. God just started saying, "Come on, I, all you had to do was try something as simple as walking, and I'm gonna I'm gonna meet you." And so that's what I was doing. You know, nothing hard, just simply walking every day. You know, for an hour or 45 minutes, hard walking, and the weight is melting. And I tell you, it showed me that there is nothing I can't achieve without. Put him God first Because the moment I said God This is something that's hard for me You know this is something I felt I couldn't do You know yes I got encouragement for From my husband but you know even with that Sometimes I felt like 
I need some extra help. And God said to me, "This is you do it, honey. I'm going to meet you. I'm going to help you. And that's why I said to you, you do it, honey. You do it, listen to Taboo Talk. And God's going to meet you more than halfway. He's going to pick you up and carry you, just like that poem, Footprints. You know, when you saw one set of footprints, that was Jesus carrying you. He's going to carry you through the valley. He's going to, whatever it is, whether it's weight loss, whether it's a new job, whether it's you writing a book, whether it's you starting um, a new relationship, he's going to meet you, okay? And when you when you believe it and honestly say, okay, God, because, see, in my own strength, <laughs> I can't. And that's when you know it's something deeper. That's what these Israelites were honestly saying. They was like, I, I don't think I can do this in my own strength. I seem small in my own eyes. I seem like a little grasshopper. These people seem like giants. Don't you ever feel like that sometimes? They were doing some terrible talk right there. They were saying something, something real. But, you know, you have to be honest with yourself. And then you have to say, but my God is greater than me. Even if I feel small in my own eyes, God is going to deliver me. And so that's how you move out the way. You say, God is going to deliver me. I'm going to be all right. Okay? And you and you never say, God can't. You don't say, God can't. You don't say, God won't. You have to say, okay, Lord, I, I was afraid, but you know what? You have seen me through trials and tribulations. And if you could do it for me yesterday, you could do it for me today. Because you are greater than any circumstance I find myself in. I believe in you. And God will deliver you. He will. So you have to believe and receive, and it will come to pass. So another thing that was said that is so crucial is a fear. Fear is a, a, a serious, serious blocker. And sometimes... It's like you get scared to try. You get scared to do something new. The fear of something new is a mother. I mean, it could block you from doing something until the point you are stagnated. But that's just the devil trying to mess with you. And that's what we were learning in this chapter 14, verse 6 through 9. Don't be afraid, okay? Because God is with you. I want you to marinate on that for a second. When you come to realize that God is with you, he's not in the situation that you're facing. He's not in the person that you have a disagreement with. He's not on the other side, but he is with you. Well, how? You know that there is nothing you can't do. Okay, I was watching the Super Bowl. This was Super Bowl Sunday that just passed. And um, everybody and their mother was saying, oh, the Steelers are going to win. The Steelers are going to win. And I sat down and watched the game. And, you know, before the game started, I looked at Green Bay and I said, their colors seem a little bit more aggressive than the Steelers today. It'd be funny if they won. That's what, you know, a thought that ran through my head. And I said, you know, they're the underdogs. And I said, you know, this would be a funny situation 
if they win because everybody is cheering for the other team. And, you know, they came in there and they just did their job. They were like, I'm going to win. And they kept on and they kept on and they kept on until they won the Super Bowl. They didn't see the Steelers as an impossible team to beat. They didn't say, I can't. They just said, hey, I made it. God gave, got me to this point. You know, to get to the playoffs is a hard thing to do. you got to work your butt off to get there. But once you're there, you're like, I'm going to do my job. I don't care what the other team is supposed to be able to do. I don't care if they say that team is better than me, okay, and bigger and stronger and 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 and, and bigger and stronger. <laughs> I might be smaller and, and, and less and, and less than, but you know what? Who's on my side? If the Lord is with you, who can be against you? You know what I'm saying? And they won. So that's just an example. I'm not saying that God was with Green Bay over the Steelers, so don't y'all kill me, you Steelers fans. But I'm just saying, you know, I'm just using an example, them as an example that whoever God is for is God is for and nothing and nobody can stop the situation. No matter what man may say, they're not God. So I leave you with this thought. God is with you. Time and time again he has shown you that he is on your side. So don't rebel against him, just like your ancestors, the Israelites. Don't rebel against him. Don't say, you know what, He's gonna, I can't, I'm afraid, I won't. I, you know, I'm, and 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 don't move. Do what you know you're supposed to do. And not only will God meet you, He will carry you. He will exceed your expectations. He will deliver a blessing that's so big, it's so tremendous that it's beyond all your hopes and dreams. And you will come into the land of milk and honey just like they did. Now let me tell you what happened with this story. Those people who said they couldn't didn't. They didn't make it into the land of honey. They died before they got there. But those two people who said, we are going to make it into this land, they made it. Club and, and Joseph, they made it. They made it. So let me tell you, God hears everything that you say. He sees what you're doing. And if you move against him, okay, and move away from him, there goes your protection and there goes that favor, that grace, that mercy. Let's talk about that for a moment. you got grace, favor, and mercy on your life that's tremendous. It's bigger than anything that you can even you, you can even hope for, okay? It's opening doors for you and making ways out of no way for you. But you know what? You can lose it and move out of God's grace, favor, and mercy by saying, I, I I don't need God, or God won't, God can't, and moving away from God. Don't do that. Don't block your blessing. Believe and you shall receive, and know it will come to pass, and everything that you hope for, everything that you want, everything you desire will happen for you, because, see, God is greater than your circumstance. He's greater than man. He's greater than the situation. So let me wrap up the show that that I did today on 
the only thing blocking your blessing is you, how to move out the way. I think I effectively showed you that if you move and you're away and you say you can't, you won't, you shouldn't, you and you don't, then you can't, you won't, you shouldn't, you don't. And if you believe God can, he won't. But if you say God can and he will, he will and he will do more than you can possibly hope for because he's a God of impossibilities. He will make a way out of no way and make sure that the blessings rain down for you. And as long as you believe, you will receive, and it will come to pass. Now, if you haven't already, please join me on Facebook on Lady Charmaine Day, Bits of Wisdom, Inspiration, Teaching, and Notes. That's www.facebook.com forward slash Lady Charmaine Day dot fan page. And there you will see my daily bits of inspiration. Sometimes I play, post pictures, videos, audio clips, and Notes and definitely give you what you don't get all the time from me on this radio show, which is a daily word of wisdom. And um, if you need me to pray for you or you have any questions, you can send me an email to sherpa1 at unlimitedhelp.com. That's S H E R P A, the number one at Unlimited Help. That's H E L P dot com. And I would definitely pray for you. Well, I want to tell you that you are very, very special. And that's why I did this show today, because I don't want anything blocking you, including you. Because, see, you could be your worst enemy, because <laughs> that's the only person who can hold you back. Nobody is greater than than uh, than you, okay? And so the strongest person that can hold you back from achieving your your goals and dreams is you. And I'm saying to you, don't do it. Move out the way. Let God work, and you know that he will do everything he says he will do and more. And, you know, like I said, if you haven't already, please join me on Lady Charmaine Day uh, Facebook fan page so that you can get inspiration all the time from me and read past things if you haven't already. And keep on listening because, see, this show is meant to uplift you, empower you, and help you along your journey. And know that I appreciate you. I think you're special, incredible. And I think that you can and will achieve all that you have set for you. And like me, sometimes we struggle with certain things. I mean, we're human. This is taboo talk. We keep it real. That's why I brought up the weight issue. You know what? I struggled with it for a couple of years. But now I'm moving. I'm doing what i got to do. And like I said, if there's something that you've been holding on to that you haven't done, that you've been afraid to do, you know, I understand that. Repent. That's what I did. Repent. Say, God, forgive me, and do what you got to do in order to get it done. Move out the way. Remember, you are very, very special. There's nothing you can't do. God loves you. I think you're incredible. Stay special. And goodbye. Elevate your mind. Get yourself together. Elevate your mind. Make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind. Get yourself together. Elevate your mind. Make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind. Get yourself together. Elevate your mind. Make yourself feel better. Elevate your mind. Get yourself together. Elevate your mind. Make yourself feel better. May I have your attention? May I have your attention, please? 
This is Lee Charmaine Day with Pussy Report number two. That's Pearls of Wisdom Underground Christian Crew Intelligence Report. Praise Him. Praise Him all day long. Praise Him with hymns and songs because He has done great things for you. He's been the one to deliver you from sickness and pain, to provide you with food and shelter, and to shield you from life's rain. So you praise Him. Praise Him all day long. Praise Him with hymns and songs, because He has done good things for you. Praise Him when you rise, and praise Him until you fall. Praise Him, because He's seen you through it all. And you know what you need to do when you praise Him? Just say two simple words. And what are those words? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. To all the kings and queens, continue to make God look good because you are the light in this world. Thank you and goodbye.